Welcome to the Mindset Podcast with Coach Lookman. Get ready. Welcome to the Mindset Podcast with Coach Lookman. How are you guys doing? Hope your week is starting great. Fantastic. Let's get right to it. Last week, I believe um, we ended up with some exercises to do um, to identify who our favorite winner is. Um, I believe we said we should rate our, our level of comfort. I think I also mentioned that we should check, measure our degree of fear of failure. Right? I hope we're all able to do it. For the people that left comments on the support group, thank you, thank you, thank you. We learned a lot from your comments. Um, today, we are going to be focusing and learning on how to identify and overcome our limiting beliefs. Right now, you've established an impressive success mindset. Correct. For the last five weeks, we've been going through different um, aspects of identifying what success means to you, developing the right positive attitude, mindset. Um, so you're pretty much set in your ways on how to develop a successful mindset. So the next step now is to aggressively deal with any limiting beliefs that you may have. These are anchors, limiting beliefs. They are like anchors that you drag along everywhere you go. You drag them along with you. They sap all your motivation. They sap all your resolve. You know, so it's common to make excuses every time you don't achieve success. The excuses are comforting in their own way, for sure. And the end result to justify to the world and yourself why you're not doing better. Many of us have a series of excuses that we can pull out from the art at a moment's notice. There's always one that seems to fit the bill perfectly while you're not taking action. This is done largely to protect ourselves and to justify our own current circumstances. Now, I'm going to share some excuses. I would like you to identify if any of, the, of these excuses are holding you back from your successes. One, are you quick to quickly say, I don't know how? This is a common excuse. This common excuse gives you the permission not to even try. However, this simply doesn't hold water. At no time in the history of mankind has there been so much information available. Look right, look left, look everywhere there is information available. If you want to start a charity, there is information available. There are tons of books on that subject. If you actually want to lose a hundred pounds right now, there are thousands of resources available. So one of the best ways to figure out how to do something is to find a qualified mentor. So another effective option is to simply try and then adjust your approach based on your results. Another excuse people give is, I am afraid. This is certainly a socially acceptable answer. Everybody's been afraid before. Haven't you been afraid before? But there's very little legitimate fear in our modern times. In most circumstances, we are not in any danger of being eaten by a lion 
nor are you trying to fall from a cliff. So most of these fears are socially based and they really have no consequence. Being afraid isn't a valid excuse 99% of the time. So, would you rather be successful or will you continue to protect your ego? Another one is, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Do you really, really believe this? Nearly all of us waste time on frivolous activities that provide no real value. Watching TV, surfing the internet, being on social media, Facebooking, being on Instagram, TikToking, all host and all other hosts of time-wasting activities. And you know in your heart that you could make the time for something that was truly important to you. I don't have enough money. This is another very common excuse. But there is always a way to work around lack of financial resources if you do put your mind towards it. Let me give you an example. You like to play a piano, right? But you can't afford, obviously, to buy one. But one of the things you could do, find a free piano on Craigslist. Find a free piano on Facebook Marketplace. Pick up an inexpensive digital piano from a pawn shop. You'll get something for like 20 bucks. Or go to your local school or the local church and ask permission to use their pianos after hours. What I'm trying to, just trying to tell you is I'm sure there's a piano that you can locate in your local area that you can actually use for no cost. So in most situations, you can actually find a solution for your lack of money. Another one is a very popular one. Uh, it's too late for me. Yeah, it's too late. I can't do it anymore. It's too late. I mean, I don't fall in the age bracket anymore. Let me tell you something. A person climbed Mount Everest in his 80s. And people have gone to medical schools in their 60s. So what would you like to do? Getting a late start might be less convenient and more challenging, but there's nothing wrong with that. It means that you only take on the challenges that are really important to you. I started, I went back to school to, 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 to do my coaching certification after 30 years of being an entrepreneur. I can tell you for a fact that it's actually a very good thing I did it. In all honesty, there are a few things that, that require an earlier start than the others, for sure. Um, give you an example, a basketball player. This is something that you want to do in your, in your 20s at the latest and not something you want to start in a career in the late 30s. But if you do like basketball, you could still be a coach or you could work in the front office or you could be the president of the club. So there is still opportunities. It's still never too late. It's just being able to identify where you can perform effectively based on your current situation. Another very, very good excuse is, ah, oh, it's too hard. The task is just too hard. Some endeavors are certainly more competitive than the others. Some endeavors are certainly more challenging than the other. But claiming that these endeavors is too hard is really just another way of admitting that you are afraid. The truth is that people with limited resources and talent can actually be extremely successful. We tend to imagine the competition is much tougher than it really is. 
the average person doesn't have a lot of control over themselves. They're just not committed in doing anything. Those with motivation and stamina are really the ones who succeed. One thing I can tell you is, successful people on a regular basis tend to have the fewest excuses. How could it be any other way? Those with excuses are able to justify not taking action. However, no action equals no results. So, put aside your excuses and go after what you truly want. Trust me, you'll be glad you did. Now, let me ask you a few questions. What excuses do you use to justify not taking actions? What do you tell yourself when you think of chasing after a big goal and decide against it? So right now, we've examined how we are using excuses as justification for us not taking action. We're using excuses as justification for remaining stuck in our current circumstances. The excuses you use are actually a form of limiting beliefs. You will soon have a higher level of understanding of how your various limiting beliefs impact your attitude, your actions, and your results. Limiting beliefs probably have more of a negative impact on a person's life than any other factor you can think of. Most of us are pretty reasonable, but we are not going to spend a lot of time on something that we believe is doomed for failure. Let me give you an example. Why would you even try to lose weight if you genuinely believe that everyone in your family was destined to be overweight? You know, we all carry around numerous limiting beliefs. They come in all kinds of forms. They come in a variety of sources as well from our own interpretation of the world around us. Humans can't help but learn. But sometimes we learn things that are inaccurate. However, fortunately, we can eliminate limiting beliefs and replace them with beliefs that empower us. Imagine replacing a limiting belief with one that makes life easier and enables you to be more successful. It's more important to follow a plan or a process. Most things in life are like baking a cake. If you do it right, with the right recipe, then you'll be making a cake. Similarly, by following a process, you can actually banish your limiting beliefs. Processes can be wonderful things. For example, if you have an effective process for getting up and getting ready in the morning, trust me, you'll never be late. If you have an healthy process for deciding what to eat, you will likely stay pretty healthy. So the big question is, what is a limiting belief? Limiting beliefs are those beliefs that restrict desirable options or your happiness. Limiting beliefs affect our lives in so many ways. If you can eliminate your five most limiting beliefs, trust me, your life will forever change for better. One of the main ways that limiting beliefs have a significant negative impact on our life is that they kind of short-circuit the success process that we are trying to achieve. I would like you to pay attention to these steps I'm going to give you. It's very important. One, you have to decide clearly what you want. It's tough to accomplish something meaningfully 
if you don't identify it first. Two, you have to do something to make it happen. It takes action to attain your goal. Some people claim that you can practically wish a Porsche into your driveway without lifting a finger. Yeah, right. But the truth is that some action is actually required. <laughs> Either you go fill a mortgage, you go fill a finance finance bill, or you, ask, or you write a check. So you will have to do something to achieve anything meaningful. Three, you need to adjust your approach as you gain new expertise. You might not know enough at first to realize the perfect path. And if it's not working, no fears, just do something else. Adjust your approach based on the results you're getting. Four, you have to keep going until you are successful. If you kept improving your approach and you never give up, how could you possibly fail? It's a simple process, but frequently, the simple processes can get you where you want to be. You all spend too much time figuring ways to work around our faulty beliefs. So, if you have a limiting belief, you're probably not going to make step two, for sure. But you have to do something to make it happen. Remember, most people won't take an action. They think it's doomed to fail. They always say, why bother? But this is one significant way that limiting beliefs get in your way. A lot of people are unable to also complete step four. But you have to keep going until you are successful. Most of us decide too quickly that something will not work. And as soon as you believe it won't work, you are likely to continue trying. So when you do decide that something won't work after one try or two tries, it all depends. But always remember and consider this example. There is a man in the real estate community who makes a great living buying and selling houses. He frequently has to make over a hundred offers to get one accepted. So, how many offers will you make before you decided that it wouldn't work? So, we're going to stop here today. Next week, we are going to definitely conclude on how limiting beliefs is affecting our lives. And then we are also going to look into discovering what our limiting beliefs are. Um, so the take home today is um, I would like you all to identify all the various excuses you've been having that is blocking your success, that has been acting like an anchor weighing you down on your path to success. List them down. List them down and start thinking about how you can change them for the positive. Okay, and then when we come next week, I'm going to show you a few things on how to discover those limiting beliefs and a few ways of how to start changing them into more positive beliefs to help you achieve your goals. All right, enjoy the rest of the week and see your coach, Luke, man. Stay blessed.